Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. And welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care and manifestation. As always, I am your host, Candy Washington, and I cannot be more appreciative to help you lead a more joyful life. So before we dive into today's episode, which is five steps to radical self-love, if you need more support in your self-love, self-worth, self-care journey, then check out the Create Your Dream Life course. It is linked below. When you get the course, you get so many free bonuses. You get lifetime access to our VIP Facebook group. You get a copy of our Journal to Self-Love about a copy of our journal to self-love journal and so many more other goodies. And so if you need any extra support, be sure to check those out and everything is linked below. Also, don't forget to like this video and subscribe to my channel or subscribe to the podcast if that's where you're listening. So with that, let's dive into today's episode, which is five steps to radical self-love. So as we all know, self-love really is the key to creating your dream life. It's the key to happiness. It's the key to joy. It's the key to success. It's the key to everything because really all we want to do is feel good. What we really want is just to be happy. What we really want is to know that we are worthy, deserving, and enough. And all of that is rooted in our own self-concept, how we feel about ourselves, what we think about ourselves, and whether or not we love ourselves. And self-love, I know it sounds really cliche, but Self-love isn't selfish in the negative connotation where you're just like, I'm going to do me. I don't care about anybody else. Self-love, me first, blah, 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 blah. It's none of that. It's not rooted in anything that's negative or detrimental to anybody else. Self-love is really just about cultivating a loving and compassionate relationship with yourself. It's loving yourself. That's what self-love is. It's showing yourself grace, compassion, forgiveness, and taking care of yourself first. That's really what self-love is. It's being kind to yourself. So let's talk through five steps to get to that place. Because once you get to that place of loving yourself, then you know that you are worthy and deserving of all the other things that you want in your life. And then those things will come and flow to you. So the first step is radical self-acceptance. And when I talk about self-acceptance, what I mean is learning to love and accept and validate yourself for exactly who you are on your good days, on your bad days, when you're high, when you're low, your light and your shadow. It's accepting yourself unconditionally. It's not, oh, I accept myself when I get this. I will accept myself if if this didn't happen. Oh, I'll accept myself if I'm quote unquote perfect. No, it's you are human. You are uniquely you and you accept yourself for who you are. That also means you don't look to other people to co-sign or validate you. 
If you like something, you like something. If you don't like something, you don't like it. If you want to dress a certain way, you dress a certain way. Talk a certain way, talk a certain way. You basically want to be who you are authentically, what your preferences are, what you like and what you don't like. And you love and accept yourself for exactly who you are. And if you want an exercise on how to cultivate radical self-acceptance, one thing you could do is you could write a letter, you know, write a letter of what your life looks like exactly now, like all of your attributes of who you are, just your own quirks, your own, you know, whatever it is about you that makes you you, even the things that other people might find annoying or other people might find irritating or whatever it is, write it all down and just say, this is who I am and it is enough. This is who I am and I love myself as is. This is who I am and I don't have to change for anything or for anyone. I have nothing to prove to anyone because I accept and validate and love myself. There is nothing more freeing than not needing the approval of anybody else except for yourself. So when you get to the point where you can radically accept yourself, this is just who I am and this is just how I am. It's not being complacent. It's not saying you don't want to grow. It's not saying that you don't want to change or up level or look at yourself and do all of this personal growth stuff. All of that is great and dandy. It's not about complacency. It's literally about the buzzword acceptance. This is who I am. And that is okay, regardless of what anybody else thinks, says, or does. Radical self-acceptance. The second step to radically loving yourself is learning how to self-soothe. I'll do another video on this because I think this is such a big one. But self-soothing is when you are able to take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and physically whenever you are triggered or hurt or in some type of discomfort or you feel depressed or anxious or any of those things that come up. Learning how to soothe yourself is a huge part of self-love. First, it's rooted in knowing that how you feel is your first and best priority. That is another core of self-love, putting your well-being, putting how you feel as your first and best priority. And when you feel your well-being being disturbed, when you feel your peace being disturbed, when you feel your joy being disturbed, you can stop and say, hold up, I don't think so. What can I do in this moment to make myself feel better? What can I do in this moment to soothe myself? Whether it's being triggered by what somebody says, what somebody does, what you see, whatever it is, when you feel that discomfort, Eckhart Tolle calls it the pain body. When you feel your pain body, and it's it's exactly what it is. When you feel a pain in your body, you know, sometimes when someone hurts you, it kind of feels like it hurts in your chest. Your face might get hot. You might get a pit in your stomach. Like you feel You feel the trigger, you feel the shame, you feel the hurt, you feel it in your body. It's the pain body. And when you feel yourself being triggered like that, have a personalized self-care plan in place to soothe yourself. Maybe that's 
removing yourself from the situation and going for a walk. Maybe it's going in a, in a secluded place and just letting yourself cry and scream and get it out. You know, maybe it's calling your therapist or your counselor or your spiritual leader or your life coach or a friend or a family member that you can trust, that you can really, really trust because you don't want to go to just anybody with your pain. You want to go to somebody with your pain who has the the space and, and the capacity to hold space and room for you in a loving way. So make sure if you do go to someone for support, make sure that, it, that they are a safe person to go to for support. You know, maybe it's meditating. Maybe it's going for a jog. Maybe it's going for a swim. Maybe it's doing something creative. Whatever it is that you know soothes you, when you are feeling triggered, when you get into the, when you get depressed, when you get hurt, when you get anxious, when something happens, have a self-care and a self-care plan in place that you know works for you because everything doesn't work for everybody, right? Sometimes in the moment it's even like and this is something I do. Sometime in the moment when you feel yourself being triggered or you feel it's about to go left or you feel something is coming up in you, just close your eyes and just breathe. Just focus on your breath. I do in for four and I hold and I do out for four. And I do it as much as I need to get myself back centered, to get my peace in check, to get my thoughts in check, to get my joint in check, to get myself in check. So do things that soothe you. That is a huge way you take care of yourself. And that is a huge way that you show yourself that you love yourself and that you have your own back and that you know how to protect yourself and you know how to take care of yourself. So learn how to self-soothe. I'll give you a personal example of this. I was having a conversation with one of my sisters and she said something to me that was so... I, to do. I don't know what was going on in her head. I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think it was her intention to be hurtful, but what she said was extremely hurtful, extremely hurtful. And so in that moment, I just looked at her and in my mind, I was just like, she's not saying this to me. Like, no, this isn't happening. I'm really confused right now. And I just said, okay. And I got my stuff and I walked upstairs and I went in my room and I just decompressed on my own. And I just, you know, worked through it. And I did what I needed to do to soothe myself in that moment. I said, okay, I know she said something really crazy and really hurtful. Maybe that was her intention. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But whatever it is, I need to take care of myself and how I feel in this moment. So I let myself cry because it was really hurtful. So I cried it out. I journaled. And then I just watched some really fun TV and I just watched shows and I just let myself laugh and I just let it go. And then the next day I talked to someone about it who I really trust and then I was able to work through it. So you have to take care of yourself in those moments because whether somebody says something to you intentional or not, what is your responsibility is taking care of yourself and knowing how to soothe yourself in those moments and loving yourself in those moments. What it would look like to not love yourself in that moment would be, oh, well, you hurt me, so I have to hurt you back. So I'm going to say something equally painful because you hurt my feelings, so I want you to hurt too. Or it's, wow, you said that really hurt, that hurtful thing about me. Now I'm going to internalize it. Now I'm going to believe 
what the mean thing you said about me. Now I'm going to take that on. And now I'm going to feel bad about myself. I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to have low self-esteem. I'm going to be sad about it. You know, blah, 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 blah. That's how you don't love yourself. One, you react and you want to make somebody else feel as bad as they made you feel. And two, it's actually believing the lie. Don't believe the lie. Just because someone says something hurtful to you or someone doesn't validate how you feel or they don't understand how you feel or they have or they have their own judgment systems of you, you don't have to believe them. That's a part of loving yourself is knowing who you are. So when someone says something to you that is really far out there, you can say, you know what, you're just projecting your stuff onto me. I know who I am and I'm not taking that in. Be precious about what you take in. Someone can throw some trash at you. It doesn't mean you have to be the dumpster. Sorry, we're closed. We don't accept that because I know who I am. I'm worthy. I am enough. I am deserving. And anything that says otherwise has no place within me. So that's how you love yourself. And that's how you take care of yourself. You don't have to retaliate. You don't have to make them feel bad. And you don't have to believe their lie because you know who you are and you have the tools to take care of yourself. The third is to create healthy boundaries. So when you know that how you feel, your well-being is your first and best priority, then you can say, you know what? I'm going to have to say, start saying no to some people. I'm going to have to start taking some things off of my plate, and I have to prioritize my time and my energy and how I feel and what my priorities are and what I want to do. And get very, very comfortable with no. For me, I'm at the point now, I'm a recovering codependent. For me right now, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I don't say it disrespectfully. Because again, this isn't about, you know, I'm going to do me. I don't care what you say. It's not about that. It's about I'm taking care of myself first. And I can do that in a loving and compassionate way. I'm not going to disrespect you. You may not like it. But it's okay. You'll live. You know, it'll be fine. Start having boundaries. Maybe those boundaries are, you know what? I can't work late tonight. I need to go home and rest. Or I can't come in early. I need to, you know, be able to have my mornings, whatever it is. Or maybe it's, I can't work this weekend or whatever the case is. Maybe the boundaries with your friends. Hey, you know what? I'm always here to support you. But if you're just going to complain and gossip, then I'm really not available for hearing that you know, protect your energy. You know, if someone is only coming to you with negativity or gossip or just dumping everything on you, create a boundary. Hey girl, I love you. I'm here for you, but I need to, you know, kind of renegotiate the topics we talk about. You know, if you need me to support you, I'm here, but I just can't hear the same negative gossipy stuff over and over and over again. So look in your, in your friendships, maybe you need some boundaries there. Maybe it's boundaries of a family member. Hey, I love you, but I can't keep giving you money. Hey, I love you, but I can't keep bailing you out all out of the time of these positions you put yourself in. Create those boundaries. And if you don't know where you need boundaries, take an inventory of your life. In what areas do you feel burnt out? In what areas do you feel resentful? Resentful is a huge, huge, huge sign that there aren't boundaries in place. In what areas of your life do you feel that you aren't being reciprocated, give, 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 but they don't give back to you? In what areas of your life do you feel 
just torn too thin. Those are the areas and those are the situations and those are the people that you probably need to establish some new boundaries with and be honest with yourself about, are you saying yes when you really mean no? Are you saying no when you really mean yes? You know, like, oh, no, that doesn't bother me, but it actually bothers you. In those areas, start renegotiating what those boundaries look like. And of course, sometimes in the beginning, you might get a little bit of pushback because if people have benefited from you not having boundaries, from you always saying yes, from you always doing what they want, of course, they're going to be like, wait, why are you brand new? You didn't have a problem with this before. You have a problem with it now. You can just be like, you know what? That was then, but this is now. And I'm trying out something different. And I know that you love and respect me. So let's work with this together and, and re-navigate that. And the, the thing I will tell you with boundaries is for sure, you will have to continuously and force them until they become hardened. So you can create the boundary. Maybe they'll respect it the first time, but then people might test you to see, oh, well, maybe I can get away with it. Stick firm to your boundary. And if you go back on your boundary, that's okay. Forgive yourself, you're human, and then just reestablish the boundary going forward. You know, this is a process. So don't think, oh, I made a boundary. Everything's going to be great after, after here on out. There will be times where other people will test you and there will be times where you go back on your own boundaries you know you say i'm never going to give you i'm not going to give you money anymore because you're an adult and you can't keep coming to me like an atm but then a month later you kind of give them 20 bucks 200 bucks two thousand bucks whatever it is right forgive yourself reestablish the boundary just because you go back on a boundary doesn't mean you don't have the right to reestablish it this is your life you always have the right to reestablish and reaffirm a boundary And it's just human nature that sometimes you might go back on your own boundary, but just reaffirm it and keep it moving. A boundary in a relationship might be like, you know what? No sex without commitment. You know, I'm not going to be your, you know, girl that you DM and come over or you text and come over. And I don't think so. Oh, you want to be with me, but you're in a relationship with somebody else. I don't think so. I deserve better than that. You're not going to hit me up when you're going through a rough time with your girlfriend and then drop me when you're back with your girlfriend, right? No, that could be one. You know, maybe you are dating for a really long time and you're like, you know what? I really want the ring. I really want a commitment. I'm not saying give an ultimatum or anything like that, but have the conversation of, are we on the same page? And a boundary could be like, until we know that this is, you know, forever or whatever, maybe we don't move in together or maybe we don't buy a house together. Maybe we don't do X, Y, and Z. You know, create those boundaries in your life so that you don't feel like someone else is exploiting you or using you. Because if you feel used, it means you don't have a good boundary in place. So create those boundaries for yourself. The fourth step to radically loving yourself is radical self-forgiveness. The first thing I want you to forgive yourself for is ever thinking that you weren't enough. That is our biggest, biggest lie that we believe that keeps us separate from loving ourselves. It's the lie that we're not enough. It's the lie that we're not worthy. It's the lie that there is something wrong with us, that we're broken, that we're just not enough. So forgive yourself forever believing the lie that you are not enough because you are. And then also forgive yourself for not allowing yourself to be a human. Because if you think that you have to be perfect in order to be deserving of the love of others or the love of yourself, then you're not allowing yourself to be a human being because 
inherently to be human is to make mistakes, is to not to be perfect, is to not get it right, is to mess up. That literally is baked in our human experience. So if you were quote unquote perfect, which doesn't exist, then somehow you think you need to be more than human. You need to be above human, but you are a human being. And a part of being a human being is making mistakes, intentional or not. So forgive yourself for any perceived mistake that you think you you did. Maybe you dated someone you knew you shouldn't date. Maybe you stayed in a job too long. Maybe you think you just waited too long and now you're too old. You wasted too much time or you did something really bad or you went to jail. You went to this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. Make a list of the, of the mistakes you think you've made or the things that have happened to you because sometimes we think that things are our fault when they're not. Sometimes if people have been abused, whether it's you know sexually, emotionally, or physically, sometimes we think that it's our fault, that somehow we deserve to be abused or we deserved to have things happen to us, and that's not true. And so you have to forgive yourself for believing that it was your fault when it wasn't your fault. So just make a list of everything that you have been holding on to that you think you're not worthy of forgiveness of, or you think that makes you broken or not good enough for love, other people's love, most importantly, your own love. And then I want you to say, I forgive myself for each one. And then I want you to burn that. I want you to burn it. I want you to rip it up. I want you to burn it and get rid of it because nothing that you wrote down, I don't care what it is. Nothing that you wrote down is enough to take away your intrinsic divinely given worth. I don't care what it is. I'm not minimizing things. Someone did something to you. I am so sorry. But whatever that person did, did not take away your worthiness. Whatever you have done has not taken away your worthiness. So we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. Forgive ourselves for anything that we thought that we've done that made us less than. Forgive ourselves for thinking that other people's actions were our fault when they're not. You can't control other people. And forgive yourself for thinking that you weren't allowed to simply be a human being. We're going to mess up. Things are going to happen. The trick is knowing that no matter what happens, it does not take away from your deservingness. It's intrinsic. Intrinsic just means it's in you. It's within you. It is there. It's inherent. It cannot be given. It cannot be taken away. It is there. It is there. And by given, it's divinely given. So no one can take it away and no one can give it to you. So what I mean by no one can give it to you is if you think I'll be worthy of love when he proposes, she proposes, I'll be good enough when I get the job, when I get the money. I'll be worthy when I get the car, when I get the house. No, none of that gives you worthiness and deservingness. You are already worthy and deserving of all of those things. And no one can take it away. If you had an abusive parents, abusive siblings, abusive spouses, abusive just people in your life. Again, I'm really sorry if that ever happened to you. But that cannot take away your worthiness. You're still worthy. There is nothing wrong with you and you are not broken.
So forgive yourself for ever thinking that you were. The fifth step to radical self-love is seek out your own personal form of joy. Mm, this one, oh, this one's so yummy. I feel it in my chest. Seek out your own personal form of joy. What I mean by this is don't look to society, community, other people to dictate to you what makes you happy. Loving yourself is knowing what brings you joy. You know, if it's career, if it's being an entrepreneur, if it's not working, if it's going to a nine to five, if it's driving a truck, if it's whatever it is, whatever brings you joy, do that. You know, if it's being introverted, if it's being extroverted, you know, if it's just sitting in your room and reading a book, if it's going to a party, if it's going for a, a walk, if it's working in your, if you're in your flow and you want to work all day and people are like, well, you have to take a break and you have to work this, this, and this. But what if you find joy in it? You know, some people say, oh, you have to work hard for your money, but maybe you find joy in making money overnight. Maybe you find joy in making residual money. Maybe you find joy in being a parent. Maybe you find joy in not being a parent. Maybe you find joy in being in a relationship. Maybe you find joy in being single. The beauty about your life is that it's yours. And the beauty about being a human being is that you are unique. There is no two people who are alike. Intrinsically. So the beauty of life to me is learning everything in this world that gets you turned on, tapped in, and tuned up. It's the joy and the beauty of learning about yourself, of dating yourself, of getting to know who you are. I think the joy of my life is getting to know who Candy Washington is. Mm. Feels so good. I love getting to know me. I love it. I love getting to know, oh, I like this song. This is fun. Let me dance. Oh, what, this tastes good. Oh, I like doing that. Oh, I don't like doing that. Oh, I want to go here. I want to go here. It sounds weird, but it's not. The joy of my life is getting to know myself. And that should be the joy of your life too. The joy of your life should be getting to know the beautiful creature that is you, <laughs> that God created. I really believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And the joy of this human experience is getting to know who you are. What lights you up? What makes you cry? What makes you laugh? What turns you on? What turns you off? What dreams do you have? Seek out your own personal joy and tune out what everybody else and what the world is trying to tell you that you should or should not be. And have the confidence through self-love to choose yourself. Choose to accept yourself. Choose to soothe yourself. Choose to say yes to yourself, choose to forgive yourself, and choose to do what brings you joy. 
regardless of what anybody else says, thinks, or believes. Don't worry about what anybody's saying. You should be, you should do, you should have. By now, by this time, when this happens, oh, you should have this by now. You should have that by now. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. You can't have that. You can't do that. You can't be that. Miss me with all of that. Make finding your joy the most important thing of your life. Make how you feel your first and best priority of your life. That is how you radically learn how to love yourself. And when you radically learn how to love yourself, everything else around you will change. How other people respond to you and treat you will change. Your bank account will change. Your relationship statuses will change. Your environment, your living conditions, the career, that this and that will change. Because everything in the world is just reflecting how you feel inside. So make how you feel inside the most important thing to you. So there you have it. Those are the five steps to radical self-love. If you need more support on this journey to self-love and creating your dream life, then check out below our Create Your Dream Life course. It's linked below. There are so many fun bonuses and goodies in it. Everything's linked below. You get a free copy of our Journey to Self-Love journal. You also get lifetime access to our Facebook group that has self-love, self-care, and manifestation resources, weekly coaching, and just a really fun, cool community of people to support you. And there's other tons of bonuses in there. So just click, click, click the link below. And if you enjoy this free content, then definitely subscribe to the channel and also subscribe to the podcast as well. Again, everything is linked below and share this with a friend. You know, your journey to self-love and self-worth and manifesting the life that you deserve is always better with some support, always better with a good loving community of people. So be sure to share this, share this podcast, share this YouTube channel, subscribe. And if you ever want to reach out to me directly, my email is below. You can also always find me on Instagram at Candy Washington. Give me a follow, shoot me a DM, and I respond to everyone, myself, me. (laughs) So go ahead and find me over there. And I just wanted to say I love all of you. It is my purpose and my passion and my joy to be able just to share with you guys and you guys bring me so much joy. So I love you all. And as always take care of yourself and each other. I appreciate you all and yeah, like, and subscribe because that will help with getting this message out there. 100% true. Thank you so much. And Lisa Young, you are so welcome. Thank you. Bye everybody. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer, Candy Washington, helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.